Hey, the Sir Patrick Stewart of Central Ohio. My name is Matthew Kroll. And do the right thing, or it's the last thing you'll do. My name is Shahir Dowd. Ooh, I got chills. And this is the only podcast about movies, specifically the film A Dickens of a Holiday. And it has you have to say it with that peak. Holiday! Holiday. Because there's an exclamation point <laughs> at the end of the sentence. It's like, panic at the disco. Um... Uh- Anyway, we are not alone for this uh, this holiday cheer-filled episode. Once again, we are joined by Blake Gingrich, who is our our Hallmark um, Hall of Famer, I yeah. guess we'd say. How you doing, Blake? <laughs> Guys, it's so good to be back. I charged <laughs> up with a little hot chocolate before we started. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm sorry to drag you back into the holiday morass here, but we're let's do it. I love, you know, I like that term, holiday morass. <laughs> um, Not sure th- that's the right way to use that word. Yeah. No, I, I think it's I think it's the perfect way to use that word. Uh, welcome back to the show, Blake. The last time we had you on was last year, around about this time, when we were talking about two welcome. Two, two years, years ago. ago. Was it really two years Pre-pandemic. ago? Pre-pandemic. We were chatting before we started Shahir, and we think that Blake might have been the last in-person interview or uh, uh, guest that we had before it, the pandemic began. Has it actually I been two years since we have had an in, like that we've been in person? Almost. Wow. Well, you and I stopped, I think, mid-February. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, like it's, <laughs> it's getting there. Wow. Well, well, I'm excited to have you back because we are going to revisit one of the topics that we covered in some detail. And I can safely say we are probably the only podcast about <laughs> movies to talk about this specific movie. And I really yes. do want to point this out for most of our listeners. This is a movie you probably wouldn't have seen. You probably cannot see, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to go out on a limb right now, you probably do not need to see in order wow. to enjoy this episode. <laughs> wow. Oh, to enjoy the episode. I, I mean, <laughs> for the sake of family cheer, I might say otherwise, but yes. That, but you'd yeah. be wrong. So let's continue. Well, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> well, somebody is a Scrooge indeed. Yes. Blake, Blake, you have... Um, it, it, if not the, uh, across the entirety of the internet, at least in my heart, in the heart of uh, <laughs> mine, I hope Shahir and the Topham community, uh, you are our go-to person for all things Hallmark uh, films. Could you, I know you talked about it before, uh, could you kind of recap uh, your journey into this, uh, the, the, what'd you say, the m- malaise? No. <laughs> the what? holiday morass? Morass, the holiday morass. How did you get... Neck deep in this thick <laughs> gingerbread smelling morass. Uh, it's a great question. I'm not positive. Uh, it's Facebook's fault, <laughs> and it is the fault of anyone I went to high school with that I am not talking to anymore, but I still <laughs> see there. Yeah. And they suddenly all went bananas for Hallmark movies, and I didn't know what was going on, and I just turned one on right in the middle of a movie. And it was the strangest thing I had ever seen. And it was, I popped in and it felt like all the rules were very different. And I was like, (laughs) this is crazy. And you would only understand that if you had watched any of them. Uh, But then once you've seen one, you've seen every single one. And then they start to sort of like snowball into a weird set of rules that they all follow. And you start to see things like... The way every woman quits her job at the end of the movie so she can leave and live in her small town or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Stuff like that all starts to go. And it turns into this sort of weird game where I would just pop into them in the middle all the time and try to figure out what the next thing is going to be. And you always get it right. <laughs> and uh, and they just sort of mix and match actors. It's always the same 25 people. 
Yeah. And they're always in the same towns in Canada, and it's always the same fake snow and the same empty mugs that they turn upside down when they check their watch. And it's just, it's it's a whole <laughs> scene that just sort of swallows you whole. Um, and so, yeah, I just check in on them all the time. I almost never watch a full movie, so I do it for you guys. <laughs> oh, no, it's, a special and it's much appreciated. Yeah. And you can check out uh, basically what I've been what I've been catching up with you. It's funny. I, we haven't spoken in, I think, two years, probably, <laughs> probably do, yeah. uh, in, uh, in in video person. Um, but I always feel like, especially around this time of year, last year and this year as well, I always feel like I'm like in your head because I'm uh, I'm going through your Instagram. Blake rules with three Z's, I believe is the. I, th- I think it's three. Yes, yeah. no well, E, but three Z's. Where uh, this year you've been you've been basically answering Facebook. What is it? Answering Facebook questions about f- holiday. Uh, yeah, I joined a too. Facebook uh, Hallmark fan group, which has okay. like forty thousand <laughs> members. Wow. And it's, again, 40,000 members, but really like six members. And it's yeah. like the same <laughs> older Midwestern ladies that have like just figured out how to use Facebook. Sure. And they all, the thing they like to do the most on there, number one, they like to tell you how beautiful all the actors are. And they like mm-hmm. they like to list their favorites. And they like to put up pictures of their Christmas trees. Great. And that's all wonderful. But their third favorite thing to do is to recap plot summaries of movies that they kind of saw part of like three years ago. Right. And and try to catch up and figure out what the name of that movie was. So like they tend to remember who the actors were. They always remember the color of the hair of the lead actress. Of course. <laughs> it's a weird phenomenon. It's like so it's always some version of like I saw a movie 12 years ago and there was a redheaded girl and she was in a car and it wrecked and they drove into a snowbank and then a dog rescued them and an angel granted them a wish for Christmas. Does anyone know the name? <laughs> and 55 people always know the name immediately. But anyway, I've been grabbing those and I don't know the answer to all of these movies and have been trying to figure out what the names of those movies might be. And they, I thought it was going to be like a two-day project, and they have been bombarding me with these things like 10 or 15 a day, and I cannot keep up. Are, are you answering these legitimately, or are you just... No. I, I Actually, I do know the name of quite a few of them. Yeah, I was going to say. Because, because they ask over and over about the same ones. Right. So, uh, But I try asking, to figure out what I would name it if I didn't know it. If they're asking about the same ones, what are the standout ones that people seem to want to be gravitating back towards over time? Uh, there's one with Candace Cameron Bure that they ask about all the time, which is about a, a woman that travels through time because she sees a comet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that one, that one, you kind of, you tend to remember. Um, yeah. and actually I don't remember the name of it now. It wasn't Night uh, of the Comet, was it? The horror movie? It, was, the comet. it, it does not, <laughs> it does not have the word comet in the title. Sadly. Right. Um, and there's another one that keeps coming up that stars, um, what's her name? Who was the original Buffy in the movie? Uh, oh, in the movie Buffy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chrissy. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Anyway, she hates vaccines now, which is oh, this right. is also like a weird. Uh, this is a weird subcurrent within the Hallmark community that all the actors hate vaccines. Um, <laughs> so that that also causes a little tension in the Hallmark sure. fan group. We should wind this back just a little bit here because for international listeners who don't have the Hallmark channel, don't know what the the phenomenon is about the Twelve Days of Christmas, Bri, uh, can can we kind of summarize? what this is that we're kind of what is this world that we're kind of diving into here only after we name drop anti-vaxxer uh christy swanson <laughs> okay christy well, there swanson you there you go yeah <laughs> um but yes so yeah so okay there's this channel international viewers <laughs> called the hallmark channel and actually and three channels Jesus Christ, uh, <laughs> probably one is run by him. Um, and and 
they have taken on the Herculean task of basically trying to, at this point, it seems, releasing a new film for, like, every day of December based mm. around the holidays, mostly Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I'll say it starts um, mid-October, and they run, like, 45 new movies from mid-October until In fact, years. it's so funny. These permeate so deeply into my, like, even friend circle. Uh, you know, a uh, friend of, I think, all of ours, I think we've worked with them all at least one point, uh, a flavor. Lab, uh, great sound uh, editing and mixing uh, facility in New York City does a bunch of them, and I'm always like, oh. when I used to go there for MTV projects, I'd always love to hear about like the next like nine Hallmark <laughs> movies that they were working on. Um, and it's become, it's seemingly, it's become such a phenomenon that like it's not just them anymore. Like Netflix does them in like a, <clears throat> in a sort of half and half build, I would say. Like they follow Very some of these style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, broken rules, but they I think they also know like they have to hit the things that the people want in these in these <laughs> genres. And then like Lifetime does them, Oxygen does them, like but not we we base we we kind of at least I do put them in the uh the 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 full category of Hallmark movies because I feel like Blake even what you said, there is a certain set of rules, much like taking care of a mogwai that you have to follow <laughs> when when dealing with any of these like Five day productions, I guess, would be what I'd what I'd consider them. Um, someone always has to leave the city to go back to a hometown. Almost always, mm-hmm. there has to be uh, some romantic subplot that is uh, directly in what would seemingly be uh, opposition of whatever the other goal of the movie is. Because then <laughs> yes. the power of Christmas will overcome and everything will be fine no matter what. Um, yes. There also has a lot to do with that that romantic subplot, possibly or ninety percent of the time being someone from high school, hmm. almost like, always an ex boyfriend, yeah. yeah, yeah, or girlfriend or whatever. Like it's mm-hmm. always it always has something to do with like going home for the holidays and like feeling like you're back like a kid again, and therefore like those relationships feel fresh. I mean, is there any other mm-hmm. rules you can think of that I've I've left out? Uh, there are a few different genres. This is my favorite. Like there there's like the royalty category that has different mm-hmm. rules. Uh, that's I mean, not that different, but like Princess for Christmas or whatever, like exactly Christmas at Pemberley Manor, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah. We've all seen it. Um, Those are a little different. Like Danica McKellar is like a governess to some beautiful child and then becomes a princess or something. I don't know. As you do. Uh, But the my my favorite is the girl from the big city goes to small town. And then, yes, usually bumps into ex-boyfriend or like sibling of a friend or someone that she knew before. And he just, they just don't get along, and no. it's not going to work. It's and not. then they they often get teamed up for something. Like for it's work. some sort of Christmas shenanigan possibly put on by the mayor or, yes. uh, or <laughs> the, the mayor. mayor. Or the, the mayor. mayor is like the, 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 mayor. Uh, the yeah. puppet master of this entire universe, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the mayor is the most likely person to not be a white man. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They get their one scene where they put them up against this. Um, so they, Oh, was that your? Oh no, and and the Hallmark Channel is interesting because uh, it is, um, despite not being. Uh, so, so I'm reading from the Wikipedia page here, but uh, the the Hallmark Channel is apolitical, but has politically conservative roots and Christian uh, and Christian based programming roots. So mm-hmm. these are movies uh, 
without any um, uh, any offensive items that may be ticked off in a Christian co- context. Uh, no swearing, no violence. Um, all of these movies all seem to hearken to this idea that uh, there is a nostalgia for the past, uh, like things were better before you know like uh, we we the the world is just moving too gosh darn fast now right and it's just, yeah. things were big often a point of conflict between the girl and whatever dude she's a bumping heads with where she likes the traditional version and he likes the modern sleek version and traditional right. always wins tradition always wins in these cases always yeah um, but you're also, I, I think there is a little bit of a tongue in the cheek here, just to, just to make it clear for anyone who, who's never watched one of these. Um, these are not great. I mean, they're, they're, they're production line movies, right? Yeah, they're TV episodes. Like, yeah, they're, they're so TV episodes. Oh, yeah, the production's yeah. hyper low, and they're not good. Like, yeah. like <laughs> intrinsically, they're not good. That doesn't mean that I don't enjoy them from time well, to cause time. Because they're like, not so bad that they're great uh, either. They're, 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 they're very, like, middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not it's, really meant to be watching, the, like, paying attention to these movies, right? They're, it's they're, funny. They're no. Fodder it's, in the background. It's not mm-hmm. the same as like a bad action movie. Like I love Jim Cotta. I love that sort of thing. And that's a different no, exercise. It's not, it's not they're not aiming for something bigger and missing. This is like <laughs> aiming for the middle and pretty much getting there. Crushing it. They've got it but all. But also out now. sometimes yeah. when it flies too close to the middle, I hate it. But like <laughs> when something either goes off the rails or there's one or two wackadoo things that like just like Okay, case in point. This film and Blake, you mentioned this to me, and I was like, yep, this is the one, because we were going back and forth, like, which one of these infinitely interchangeable things this should be the figurehead? One weird thing to it, yep. <laughs> this one's weird thing, uh, uh, a Dickens of a Holiday, but it used to be called uh, the Christmas Stand-In, which <laughs> is weird. I don't, I know, don't know why. That makes sense um, for the title, right? He's the stand-in I, for yeah, I get, he's a Scrooge. Of course, of course. And we'll get into it. I'll, I'll read the description momentarily. But but you said to me uh, in, a, in a text, you're like, wait, there's this film, uh, A Dickens <laughs> of a Holiday, where it's basically one giant Ace Hardware commercial. Right. And I was like, sold. Let's <laughs> like let's uh-huh. let's do this. Same. And I I there, there's even plot points where the main character Jake used to work at Ace Hardware and it was his favorite <laughs> job ever. And like there's so, bags Christmas of popcorn. Trees. There's there's the commercials every twenty minutes, but oh, then what yeah. I found really weird. You know what else there was commercials for that I was getting? What? Hmm. Home fucking depot. Same on the cable box I got them. So this is my po- this is so interesting. Like normally yeah. they take blocks out. Every, international folks again. I don't know if you have Ace Hardware's or Home Depot's in your <laughs> neck of the woods, but they are conflicting brands. <laughs> and Ace Hardware definitely paid for this movie. Like. <laughs> No question. And then there's just like, I saw, the second I saw a Home Depot ad, I was sitting here and I screamed in joy. And I was like, what? What is happening? Like, I just, I loved finding little moments or like I'd cheer when I saw the Ace Hardware thing because I knew it was coming. Those are the kind of things when in your, if you're in a silly mood in the holidays, I like to be, <laughs> that I can find some joy here. Um, I, I, I don't the know. The only reason I heard of this movie, like right before we were talking about it, was I saw on the Hallmark Instagram thing. They were like, hey, check out Dickens of a Holiday presented by Hallmark Channel and Ace Hardware, <laughs> which I've never seen before. They do a lot of product placement, like Folgers appears oh, in yeah. everything. There's yeah. a lot, they have a lot of and their own stuff, too, a lot of their ornaments and stuff. Um, 
but they're like presented with Ace Hardware, and there was a picture of them standing in front of Ace Hardware, and I was like, right. "Oh, this is gonna be shameless! I cannot <laughs> wait!" And I think the third movie at the begin, or the third shot at the beginning, it's like two stock photos of Ohio, and then a perfectly framed storefront of Ace Hardware. Yeah, okay, so yep. and I was like, yeah. "Yes, this it's is the place." <laughs> dead on. But then it also like they kind of abandon it halfway through, so which I... really shocked me. And then the Home Depot ad started up. It's like they didn't pay enough. Maybe. And this is the this is the thing I'll say about it. I thought. I thought it was going to be way more blatant. You're right. Halfway yeah. through, they just gave up. After the Christmas tree lot, which you'll see in the graphic for this uh, <laughs> podcast, which you can actually see the popcorn bags they are holding say Ace Hardware on them. Um, yes. The it, it does just sort of lose that thread, which I guess is fine, but I thought it would be so much more blatant uh, I will say- than it was. I don't want to get into the ending just yet, but no, please don't spoil it because we're not we're not into spoilers yet. Like. <laughs> yes, okay. But I was shocked, given his history as a set builder in this movie, that it didn't somehow save the day to have to make like a run he to didn't Ace actually build and the build set. a set. Yes. I wish that happened. <laughs> it was that would so be teed up, and it never happened. Well, let me let me um because again, so side note, all these movies come out so quickly, mm-hmm. and there's no real way to do it. Oh, you know what I forgot to do? By the way, is cancel my damn. <laughs> Fitzley subscription, oh, so they oh, get another that. nine bucks for me or whatever. <laughs> um, I'm going to write that down to do this right after the podcast because you can't see these things easily. No. Like you have to sign no, up for these ha- like you third have to have tier. the Hallmark Channel, right? Yeah, well, you yeah, have cable. Hallmark like, Channel on cable. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. or like we did, like it's Fitzley, Fitbly, uh, friendly, friendly. What yes. is it? Friendly, friendly. But like they lost some vowels or some yeah, shit, yeah, right? It's but short it's, on it's vowels. Friendly, yeah. It's like, and and we couldn't even get the episode, like this movie on demand. The best we could do. And Blake, thank you so much for walking me through it. And then I telephoned it through to Shahir. It is actually the most popular question in the Hallmark group: is how to stream. How do always, I watch this? They're all yeah. dropping cable, and they just keep asking over and over and over how to stream it. Yeah, and is it on Netflix? It is not. No. Um, the way that it, fu- and then so we had to watch an SD. Basically, like, TiVo copy on a server somewhere because it aired. You can watch the last 72 hours of live Hallmark TV recorded on, like, a loop. So we we found it through that. So since you don't know the plot of A Dickens of a Holiday, mm-hmm. here's what IMDb says, at least under its old name of The Christmas Stand-In. To make the 100th anniversary of her hometown's Victorian festival a success, Cassie invites action movie star and former high school classmate Jake to play in A Christmas Carol. That's what happens. <laughs> That's it. Good yep. on you, IMDb. Um, it, 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 was it Dickens, Ohio? Yeah, Dickens, uh, yes, Ohio. Is. is that a real place, by the way? I'm sorry, I apologize. It is not, but it's supposed to be very Ohio. near Columbus. Okay. Is what I, they claim. I was, but they I didn't want to make a Columbus movie, right? But yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was doubly excited about this because we are releasing on our So You Haven't Read the actual like the uh, the actual written work uh, A Christmas Carol, and we talk a lot about how it's actually like the history of it, what Charles Dickens was going through at the time. He was uh, just came off. Uh, he was he was a toast of London, right? I don't know if you guys know this story of how this was done. And he then released his next book, which he thought would be the most amazing thing that would just catapult his career I- into the stratosphere. Called Martin Shuzzlewit. Have either of you heard of that book? No, I've never heard of Martin. No, because apparently it sucked and it tanked his career so hard that his publisher was like, "We're gonna dock your pay so much if you don't hit like something in two weeks." And he wrote a Christmas Carol, and he did it. He did it around the idea that 
Um, basically, he he grew up super poor. His father was in one of the work for work for out of your poorness prisons, basically <laughs> system. And he started working when he, he was something like eleven. No, no, no. Like he like a debtor's prison, <laughs> like a literal yeah, debtor's uh, prison. I'm being facetious. Ah, and he basically so he really like was trying to do good works for uh, charities and things like that. And he's like, why don't we hit two birds with one stone? I'm gonna write a story that has a lot of like charitable um, you know influences. And the fact that it was such a hit actually spiked and changed the way not only that uh, people actually celebrate Christmas, it forever linked it with charitable organizations and giving. Like, the, 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 A Christmas Carol is why people give more during the holidays in European Christmas celebrating cultures. So, like, for all the children. It's Ooh. fascinating. And so I was like, let's see what Hallmark does with it. <laughs> uh, and we did. Uh, I guess, Blake, start us off. How did you feel about uh, Dickens of a Holiday? Well, it is it is very much a Hallmark movie. It is it hits everything you're looking for, um, and it's nice. Like it's hard to pick a movie to do for Hallmark because they are all just like a glaze of the same thing. It's hard to find one that stands out for any reason. So this one had the product placement thing that I thought might be funny. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it is extremely, extremely a Hallmark movie. We have our. Our lady in her hometown putting on the giant Christmas production that runs the hundredth anniversary. Blake. The hundredth anniversary, anniversary that of runs the into the Carol. the mildest problem of all time that the actor loses his voice, and then yeah. uh, laryngitis, they, strict vocal rest, Blake. And then for five minutes, we're very worried they won't have anyone to fill in, and then mm-hmm. uh, then we got somebody, and then it was fine, <laughs> and all problems were solved. All problems were solved. <laughs> yeah. What about what about you, Shahir? Give us give us your your line item. Tell us tell us. Okay, this because I know you hated it, but let me <laughs> let me say this. Let me say this. Tell me your favorite thing and your least favorite thing about this movie. Uh, my favorite thing was a TJ Maxx commercial. Oh, which one? <laughs> there was the TJ Maxx commercial where the where the where the snowball rolls through the different people's homes, and eventually you land up there. And I was like, that's a really cool spot. Mm-hmm. Um, my least favorite thing was probably the consumer cellular commercials because I thought they were just pretty lame with like uh, testimonials that didn't really <laughs> seem like they were testimonials. Um, so, so basically, yeah. this film was the bread in your commercial sale. <laughs> oh my god! I was I. There was two two thoughts here. The first was. I think this is the way you watch one of these movies, which is that you need the commercials. I hated the app that we had, which was like, you can't skip the commercials. And I was nope. like, oh my God, I'm back in 1985 yeah. or something like that. It's, We're like, it's part of the you deal. have to watch it. Yeah. And We're there's no way around it. We're living the holiday experience that they want. It's 10 years in the past or yeah. 20 years or whatever yeah. it is. Like that, The past is always better, so you must experience media the same way people did back then. There's literally, they, they don't allow you to skip the commercials. So I was like, oh my God, we're in, I, I'm in, I'm kind of stuck in this now. And uh, because, you know, like when, when you sent it over to me, it was like an hour 24. I was like, all right, fine, I'll do this. But this is like a two hour <laughs> viewing experience. Is it, how long was Dune? Just, just out of curiosity. This, <laughs> this is slightly shorter than Dune with this commercials. Slightly sure. shorter than Dune, um, and not only that, it is literally. I, I don't think I've seen a movie in a while that is like literally. It's a fifteen-minute movie that is like stretched <laughs> mm-hmm. out to one and a half hours, and then oh, one one hour twenty-four, and then forty-five minutes of commercials. 
Um, it's uh, so <laughs> I, I I really just watched commercials and I was like, there was a Chick Fil A <laughs> commercial in here that I was like, I just didn't understand. Where like it was about repairing lives and it was a it was a mom with uh, a, a, an ornament that had uh, broken and the child traveled into this like weird fantasy sort of. Um, virtual um not virtual uh like animated zone where they learned the what? true meaning of christmas and then they repaired this oh they didn't repair it because it was bitter broken you know like some things aren't meant to be repaired and then it was like chick-fil-a and i was like what the fuck is this um i just couldn't understand what i was watching um wow. so there was a lot of that and and i okay. guess you know we do live in a time where we don't watch commercials when we you know if we don't have to anymore it did feel like a weird bad tasting treat yeah, <laughs> like I, I don't watch standardized cable commercials anymore, and I gotta tell you, during this movie, I a watched a why. lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, although the Kerrygold commercial was kind of cool because I like Kerrygold butter, so you know, buy some Kerrygold if you want. Um, also, really shout out like, Kerrygold! Shout, shout out, out Kerrygold! Uh, sponsor us. We we we. <laughs> The, the level of mediocrity and product that was being shilled is just <laughs> oh, yeah. so outside of my purview. And this is me sounding like an elite motherfucker, and I, yeah. I'll yeah. take it on this one. Like, I just don't get advertised butter at all. <laughs> and all of a sudden, here we are yeah, yeah. just yeah. slinging that, that, this is, that this is what specialized I'm telling you. cream. It's, it's a whole, it's its own planet. Once you're in there, it, yeah. none of the regular rules apply. Well, I got to tell you, my experience, I loved it. <laughs> I, I loved the experience of watching this movie. Th this is not a good movie. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. But, it, but it's fine, right? But it's like, I like it's perfectly but like, fine. It's but what here's they're the looking thing. for. Yeah, what did, are you, like what's the expectation game here? Exactly. But it's super low, right? The bar's not only low, yep. but it's like it, it's like it's non existent. I don't have a it's bar. It's non existent. There's no bar. Yeah. So I installed a bar <laughs> and I drank a lot. <laughs> and I was really digging the tiny things that actually made this stand out ever so slightly from the holiday miasma. What, what, I, can't, I can't remember. <laughs> that would be the holiday morass. Morass. I'm writing yeah. that down. Holiday yeah. morass. Morass. More ass. So first and foremost, right, we brought up the Ace Hardware thing. I thought it was hilarious. I loved it every moment. I raised the glass every time it happened. Um, the other thing what, that I found was kind of interesting was... Every once in a while, there was a line of dialogue that felt far too clever for this script, <laughs> and it would snap me back into, like, if I was watching, like, 70% of my mind, it would snap me back into, like, paying attention again for a second. Like, I was joking about it. One of the quotes in the beginning was they were talking about um, Cassie, the character, is, a, is a, a big city girl who's coming back to do this thing in her hometown, and uh, she lived in New York. And she was a director, mm -hmm. uh, and she, and her whole town thinks she's doing like big things. She's a Broadway thing, and they're like, she's like, no, I'm off Broadway. And they're like, oh yeah, whatever. Like, what do you mean? And she's like, off, off Broadway. Like, you need a car. And they roll over that line, <laughs> but like the timing and the way that the actress did it, it just all felt like I was like, it's in the first ten minutes of the movie, and I was like, wait, is there? That was a glean of like. <laughs> excellent comedic timing and editing in a moment that I was not expecting it to happen. And I will say, every 15 to 20 minutes, I had one of those. And I was like, "All right, they're, they're swinging above their weight class at that point, and it snaps me back into like, oh. like, And I, I just, little things like that really got me uh, through it and made me enjoy it a lot. Um, well, I will say our leads here are... Yeah. Are old Hallmark vets, and this is at least the seventy fourth movie for each of them in the right. last three years. So they know how it's done. I mean, I'm hoping. I, I thought the both their chemistry and their kind of like 
the roles were kind of like well cast. Like I, uh, yeah. the guy who plays sure. Jake, I was actually like, yeah, I buy this guy as an action movie guy who has something deeper going. You know, like wants to be. A, what is the book he's trying to get? The Dunes of Eastland. Oh, it's the Dunes, the Dunes of, of Eastland. Of his mother's yep. favorite book. His mother's it's apparently book. like yeah. a rom, a romantic drama or something that he's it not. Looks super like, we we like should explain this. We should yeah. explain this. He is he is an action movie star who has been in Hollywood for a while and uh, he really wants to be taken seriously. But he's got like this franchise, Full Throttle, which of, there are three movies with yeah, a- Yeah, he's filming three. Yeah, which is the, um, uh, this is the third and his catchphrase is the, the sort of the, the longer version of what was in Spike Lee's original draft to do the right thing, which is do the right thing or to be the last thing you do. Yeah. Uh, Mookie should have shouted that uh, when he threw the uh, trash can through yeah. the window. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, and he, there's a book that he wants to be cast in, but he won't. Uh, but, but nobody will take him seriously because he's an action star. And then out of the blue, he gets this call to come and play Ebenezer Scrooge um, because, uh, the, as we've mentioned, the the actor playing Scrooge uh, in in um, in the town play in the town That's play the, has the got Sir laryngitis. Patrick Stewart of Central Ohio. <laughs> the Sir Patrick Stewart of Central Ohio. Yeah, yeah right. Um, and and for, he decides to take it, I, I guess not to fulfill the role and not to be taken seriously, but because he feels like it's a nice thing to do for the holidays. And his brother uh, is in Dickens, Ohio, who he has been estranged with for some time. Oh my God! Oh my, so much conflict. Brother. So he yeah. left. Mm-hmm. He left, and his his brother and his family think he's like just some asshole who left, but he doesn't really seem to act like it. So there's a little bit sort of a thing there. Well, there's he always also sends them, like these prisons that they don't want, right? That they don't want because it's not about he, materialism sure, or a he gaming headset. Come home for Christmas. He doesn't <laughs> come home for Christmas like that is a all. Like yes. a fucking asshole. Yes. And all you need to know. But also, gentlemen, gentlemen, we're forgetting a key plot point here, <laughs> and that is that back in high school. Oh, yes. Both Cassie and Jake were in the theater program. Cassie was a actress-director, and Jake worked on the sets. And Jake asked Cassie to prom, and Cassie said no. This is the Harrison Ford story, right? I, and that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. This is the Harrison Ford Extremely. Uh, yes. But, like, with a prom. the star. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so when Cassie has to ask him to come in because it's the only actor that she could, she, it's the only actor she knows. Yeah. Uh, that that then that's a little bit of like extra, like ooh no, will they? Won't they? Of course they will. <laughs> um, there'll be there'll be there'll be at least two dry kisses that they have by the end of this film. <laughs> One in the last five minutes. I know. Um, but, but but we are also forgetting the that the central through line of this film that is the the subplot that is really driving and engineering this entire story. And my personal favorite is the story of Ben, his personal assistant. Right? Very what, much. What so. a journey for Ben. What yeah. a journey. What ben a goes journey on. for Ben. Ben, so who the, is like the best personal assistant a person could. By have. the way, I would like at this point, this is we should mention there is very often one clearly Jewish character that they do not <laughs> acknowledge that fact on. So this, right, but the, he doesn't the, celebrate a guy Christmas, named right? Ben who yeah. who clearly doesn't get as into Christmas as everyone else does. No, he's working. <laughs> he's our guy. He's working. Yeah, he's fine. He's working. He doesn't uh, need to go and- anywhere. They set it up very easily in the beginning. Uh, Jake has a very negligent manager, yep. um, an agent or whatever. And yeah, so agent. by the end of it, uh, spoiler alert, Ben becomes that manager agent because and, he's helping uh, And for that, I so cheered. Much. I cheered. I That was the moment I cheered. I was like, yes, good for you, Ben. You earned it. <laughs> I cheered at a couple spots. <laughs> I cheered when Jake gave Cassie a mixtape. 
Because <laughs> uh, not only a mixtape, but a mixtape that he made her back in the day. Here's okay. Yeah. Let's get into a little bit of Matt history here. Oh my god. I am a sappy piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I I used to do all that. I gave girls mixtapes like a chode. Like like and, and not not to say that that act is bad, but like girls I shouldn't have been given mixtapes to. Like we're not dating yet. Right. Uh, like so when I saw this. It does do that thing that I think happens in all these Facebook groups that you, you're on, Blake, yep. where you get that thing where you're like, oh, yeah, like, remember when going home, like, there was, like, a possibility of, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how you guys, if, if this is the same for you, but, like, when I was in my, I guess, late 20s, whenever I came home, like, everybody came home to my hometown. Sure. It's a very dangerous like, week. It's a very dangerous week. And there were hookups with people that you shouldn't hook up with and, like, all this. So, like, the idea that, like, you could go meet a person from your past that you either liked or you were with or you have unfinished business with or whatever. Like, there is a fantasy that these movies are doing for a ton of people based mm -hmm. around a United States sort of school system thing. Um, and so, yeah. So, I, I cheered with the mixtape. Here's the other thing I cheered at, gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, the other, if Ben is the true hero of the story, I'd like to give a quick shout out to the actual MVP. Uh, that's Matt, Jake's BFF from Ace Hardware, um, <laughs> who invites him to come work again at Ace Hardware, yeah. to which Jake says, tempting, actually. Um, <laughs> best so, job he ever had. Yeah, best job he ever had. So Matt uh, has about maybe 15 seconds in the film. Uh, he walks up when there's Christmas tree shopping at Ace Hardware. And um, it was a magical moment, and I'm glad that they used my moniker for that. I felt I got a feeling that Matt was an actual Ace Harbor employee. I yeah, bet I don't know that, Matt but I had was. the feeling. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, so I, so on this note, I sort of talked about like the, I, I think one of the reasons why I do actually gravitate towards watching two or three of these somehow. Like again, I don't normally go to these lengths to find them, but like if they're on <laughs> or if Netflix does a knockoff or like. Uh, my uh, partner Jamie used to, in her old apartment, have cable at a certain point, so we'd, like, flip through them, because why the hell not? Like, I do feel like there is something that draws me to them. I think that <laughs> one of the things is that sort of, like, fantasy of being, like, older but not young and going home again to an old time ten years prior to that. I, honestly, it's, like, it's late 20s, late, late 20s, early 30s, this sort of weird time. Uh, is there anything that you guys glean from not just this movie, but any of these of uh, the movies of its ilk that you like that you find personally alluring, or not? <laughs> uh, honestly, it's just to talk to Blake. Really, um, it's the only reason I watch these things. Um, Appreciate it's it. Have, it's just to have something something to converse about with Blake because we don't have anything else to talk about. It's just like dead silence between us. Otherwise, that's right. We're not all in an industry together. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I. Hmm. Uh, is there anything? It's okay if you don't. I just yeah, we, we'll get it. I I I just I really do. The the issue for me is again that it's a fifteen minute, like all that you need out of this to 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 actually get out of this movie is worth about fifteen minutes of your time. The rest is just like 
atmosphere that you're either invested in or or not invested in. And I'm 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 not that invested in the goings on of Dickens, Ohio, uh, <laughs> as as doubled by Vancouver um, <laughs> or or somewhere like that. Um, you don't need to see him ice skate and then get hot chocolate and then ice skate again. Oh, and then go back. The, it was the same hot chocolate stand every it's night all, that they walked. It by, is. Right? It's always like a portable them. stand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I need them to go to the winter market. I need oh, yes, that. Of course, yeah. that's a big one. Um, Buy some. Yeah, th- th- there's not a lot. There's not a lot. I, I, but again, I thought the 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 charm of the lead. Although I thought his rendition of Scrooge was pretty <laughs> bad. Like I was sure. like, it was. <laughs> there was a moment where he's like, "Scream, let the boy love," and I was like, "Oh boy." <laughs> yes. You know what I did? Oh, sorry, Blake. I was that we should call out that scene, which is like the emotional crux of the movie when yeah, he yeah. like really gives it his best playing Scrooge. Which yeah, all I could think about was the equivalent scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when Leo DiCaprio has to do it. But you know, when Leo DiCaprio like, does, he do does it, it. Yeah, he does it, yeah. Like he sells it. It's a hard thing for an actor to do to be like to like act really good in a movie as an actor. And this guy, oh, he did not do that. But let's at be all. fair, Ben did film it, and it did help him land that deuce. <laughs> he he got did it of Eastwood. Spoiler, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, no, it, it's it's uh, it's. Rough. And I also I I felt I was always wondering about the rest of the cast in the play, like like how they were feeling <laughs> about the fact that their leading man and the director were hooking up every five minutes, and, and they were constantly and, getting blown off at rehearsals. Like they, none they were of them just like ignored the entire time. Yeah. And then I really there, there's a moment at the end of the film where um, Cassie. Uh, is going to step into the shoes and yeah. play Scrooge. <laughs> Let's talk about the end. <laughs> Let's yes. talk, can we talk about that real quick before we... <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, wind us back a little bit on Okay, that. so basically what happens is he lands an audition from, from the director of the Dunes of Eastland because Ben films him doing that pivotal scene in rehearsal that Cassie has coached him through lovingly and with care. <laughs> and now the director of his dream project to get him out of this, um, the the action movie morass, uh, is, is now willing to meet with him and has to go now but but then on the night on christmas eve on the night that they're going to do this play that they've been working towards that's the night he has to go to meet with the director most important scene in any hallmark movie is i gotta do this thing on christmas eve yeah this this was the one for this yeah hollywood people uh (laughs) doing stuff on christmas eve uh, so you know there's always a work project that's due on christmas eve or yeah yeah so he leaves and then Cassie is like, oh, we got to cancel the play. Then she's like, wait, no, we're not. I'm going to play Scrooge. And there's a sub, there's a sub, 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 sub plot of Cassie used to be an actress but didn't yeah. anymore. And people liked her when she was an actress, but mm-hmm. now she wanted to direct. So I was actually quite psyched. Like what I thought was going to happen was Cassie was going to play Scrooge. Mm. And it was going to be awesome. And then <laughs> uh, bl- uh, I was going to call it Jake Blake. But yeah. why not? <laughs> yeah, um, Jake would come back and be in the audience after his meeting and and like be cheering her on like that's what i was hoping would happen or there was like a major flip where the producer of the dunes of eastland saw cassie do do screw <laughs> and decide that she was perfect for the role yeah and then and then jake had to become like the producer on that film or something yeah like can that. i tell you but, what i thought it was going to end here i thought that he was going to get the gig and they weren't going to have a director and they were going to hire her to direct the adaptation because she was right. so great. Maybe. I mean, we don't know. We don't I know guess we, don't, we haven't got that far. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, we will. Hopefully we'll get a Dickens of a holiday, too. Yeah. Um, two. Um, and then 
and then, but Jake makes it back in the nick of time for reasons, and then just like takes the role back from Cassie. (laughs) (laughs) Steals it back. And then they, it goes great, and everyone loves it, and the mayor's real happy. And uh, <laughs> if the mayor's happy in one of these movies, that's all that really matters. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I will say I was confused leading into the ending because I'm always I'm always trying to be a few steps ahead in a Hallmark movie, and it's always clear as day where the thing is going. Yep. And it's always like the boss is on the phone, and he's like, hey, we need those reports on Christmas Eve or you're not going to get that promotion. And she's like, oh, I don't know. Should I hang out with my family or should I work all night? And yep. then she hangs out with her family, and then the boss calls the next day, and he's like, oh, all right, it's fine you didn't do those reports. We're going to give you the promotion anyway. And then she turns it down, and then he's, she's like, oh, but it's even better. I didn't get the promotion, but I'm going to get a better job in town. And At I the local st- cookie stand. Exactly, yeah. and it pays so much better, and I, all my dreams have come true. This movie, I couldn't figure out how that was going to be possible because mm-hmm. right. it didn't really... Like, she already had moved home. This wasn't, like, a temporary yeah, thing. Yeah. So, like, New York wasn't hanging over her head. She was already gone. Um, so there wasn't It's anything. really Jake's story then, right? It is. Yeah, so then he's the one getting pulled back to L.A. And then he just kind of bails. Yeah. Um, but then, then they just kind of quit at the end. They're just like, oh, he came back and it was great. And they don't really <laughs> set up where it goes from there, which is really they weird have- for Hallmark. <laughs> They have a weird line between each other where she says something like she says like almost like an inviting thing about <clears throat> excuse me about staying or whatever and he says like a real like Hollywood douchebag line back and she's like ooh nice line and he's like no actually I mean it I can he says something like I could be here and still work there or like, like there's some like oh, weird yes. throwaway mm-hmm. where like it means that like it's fine for him to come back and now we can hang out with her and his brother and her, his nephew and like all this shit because apparently now Christmas has saved the day yet again um it's it's delightfully mediocre with a, a smidgen of surprising decent lines and two actors that are having an okay time with great chemistry. Like that's kind of what this thing is. That is if the you can find review, it yeah. and that sounds like something you'd like. Yes, I think honestly, this is S tier of a Hallmark movie for me. Um again, in that category of Hallmark movies. Um, I will so say, if, uh, I just Googled uh, e- Entertainment Weekly's ranking of the Hallmark movies that uh, were coming out this year and oh. uh, the, the most the ones that they were most excited for. Uh, I Actually, I hope that's what it was and not just a chronological <laughs> ranking. Sure, <laughs> because, sure. <laughs> because the Dickens Christmas came in at number 37. Oh! Well, oh, no, out of 42. Oh, out of 42. Well, listen, mine, that's, that's what that's they're excited about, not yeah. what actually is real. Yeah. <laughs> um, so speaking of other holiday... Hallmark movies, everybody. I'm sh- I'm springing this halfway on both of you. All right. I developed a game that <laughs> I want to have Shahir and Blake, you two go head-to-head against <laughs> if you're game for it. Always. Will we learn the magic of Christmas and decide I hope that so we... by the end. <laughs> we'll team up I've, even though I we dubbed this events. game. Yeah. I dubbed this game Hallmark or Hogwash. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a title of a Hallmark movie and a brief synopsis. And to be fair, these can span outside of actually airing on Hallmark. Just so you know, it could be Lifetime, it could be Oxygen, it could be etc. Gotcha. Um, But then you have to tell me if it's real or I made it up. Okay. (laughs) Are are we ready for this? I have a... Okay. (laughs) So uh, here we go. This I mean, the... wait. This is this is unfair. Blake knows all of these movies. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. I know. We'll see. Here we go. We're gonna prove it. 
So the first one I have, and, and I'll, I'll let you know when I'm done reading the thing and you can answer. And I think Shahir should answer first, Blake, if that's okay. okay. Yes, that sounds great. A gingerbread romance. Taylor, an architect, is soon to receive a promotion that will force her to move once again. But when she meets uh, bakery owner and single dad Adam while searching for a partner to aid her in her real life size gingerbread house making, uh, she realizing planting roots isn't always so bad. Wait a minute. She's making a real life size gingerbread house? That is in the description. <laughs> is that a real Hallmark-ish movie or a fake or hogwash? I have a sneaking suspicion we talked about this particular movie last year because I have the image in my head of a giant gingerbread house and the only thing I could think about was the insect problem. I really remember that. So I'm so you think say, it's real? I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is a real movie. Okay, uh, Blake. I will do you one better. Not only is this a real movie, but it stars one of the girls from Sister Sister, whose name <laughs> I do not remember. But she's one of the twins. And yes, there's a full-sized, uh, what's it called, gingerbread house competition. And she is in conflict with a man who wants to build a modern gingerbread house that looks like some sort of Frank Lloyd Wright monstrosity. This is a real film from Wait, 2018. So, in she both builds cases, a classic one and they win. Yeah. This is a, in, this in is a both real cases, film. this is actually a gingerbread house. And yes. the conflict is about the style of architecture, not yes. the gingerbread house. Itself. Not the gingerbread house. <laughs> and they, and they not the fact they that they're cook. using baked goods for, uh, for nope. accommodation here. She's teamed up with this baker, and they cook sheets of gingerbread. Oh, uh, that's that single that like dad cinder. Adam, Blake. Yes, exactly. He has, he has a child, yep. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what happened to the, to the mother. Uh, but they cook <laughs> these, like, overdosed on sugar from the gingerbread. No, gingerbread. here's the thing. Here's the thing. When there's a dead husband or wife, oh, it's yes. always oh, like... Like it was time, or like, like it, it can't be sad that the person is alone, yes. or the, the, the consequences oh, of it. And my also wife the, and I have a joke on this: that they're always gone. They're never dead. Yeah, no, because the, the person gone. is never single. They are. They were in a relationship, and that relationship is either, they've either divorced or that person has died. Right, but it's, it's quarter never like of midlife. This is a single person. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. The next right. one, <clears throat> Gingerbread Romance, great movie, entitled <laughs> One December Night. Two music managers must put their history aside to oversee the televised reunion performance of their rock star fathers with a fractured past. I'm going to say fake uh, uh, hogwash. That's hogwash. Okay, Blake. Hogwash on this one. Shahir. Not only is this a real movie, (laughs) but it was it was shot down the street from my house in Goshen, New York, (laughs) (laughs) and it stars Peter Gallagher. Oh my! Oh my! I love Peter Gallagher. Uh, Those course. eyebrows. Who else? Who else did it, Blake? Uh, and the other man is. Um, I'll oh, tell you if you don't know. Who's he teamed up with? I can't. It's another famous dude. It's uh, Shahir. Bruce Campbell. Yes. Wow! They got Bruce Campbell and Peter Gallagher in one of these joints. I know. It really yeah. is. It's legit. That is right, like. Shahir. Is that the most high profile? Hallmark that just came movie? out like two weeks ago. It did. It was a 2021 film, uh, which now I kind of want to hunt down. The, can I tell you the reason I thought it was hogwash? What? Was see. because it didn't sound like there was a romantic uh, subplot at the at the center. I think movie. the two music managers are a man and a woman, right? Uh, yeah, I think maybe they have kids that are related that are trying to bring. <sighs> they them do. Together so the, the, they something. play the they play the Peter Gallagher and Bruce Campbell play the two rock stars. Yes. Okay. And the kids, but I don't the, think they're really the stars there. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter. Okay. Mm. Okay. Right. Next one. <laughs> I love the title of this one. <laughs> Happy Hollandaz. <laughs> 
two world-class chefs and old high school sweethearts face off in the ultimate battle for who can make the most delicious hollandaise sauce for their hometown charity brunch. This sounds a lot like the gingerbread movie, um, <laughs> just without the architecture. Like, imagine they had to make a hollandaise waterfall There's always or a gimmick, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. there's always a, th- yes. like a, a product or a thing or a play or, or sauce, apparently. See, I, yeah, I would have I called hogwash on this um, had I not been so proven so fatally wrong about the last one. Uh... Hollandaise, though, right? Like, uh, <laughs> it's like it, that sauce that goes on. Yeah, I know. I know what hollandaise is. It's like okay. an egg and mayonnaise sauce. Um, is it? Mm, I'm. I, I'm gonna go with my gut and say this is hogwash. Okay, Blake. Ooh, I mean, it sounds very legit, but it does not sound like Christmas. Mm. Um, if that is a distinction maybe like it could have been an eggnog if it was an eggnog show if the, i mean yeah. i took it i took it as that it's it's just a pun right that's the holiday thing but sure uh, so this is real because this is not something you wrote i'm not saying anything yet i'm just saying <laughs> he has not claimed this yet uh yeah. it is worth reminding everyone the hallmark does not just make christmas movies but they make seasonal movies of all types they make fall sure. movies and they make right. easter movies and everything else uh so i'm going to say maybe it's one of those and it could even be from another channel but I do okay, think so it's Shahir real. says it's fake, and you say it's real. Yeah, I'll say it's real. Uh, Shahir, you are correct. Oh, yeah. you are wrong. Uh, nice work, so Matt. <laughs> I would like to. I would like to point out that we are tied right now. Yeah. Uh, well, let's point right, out. It's, it's I got a bunch of these guys. We just wrote I, it, and it's yeah. done. I I hope <laughs> you're ready right now. The right, Hollandaise movie does feel like an Easter event, though, right? Sure. It does. I don't. Yeah. I have the egg sauce. The the egg content of the Hollandaise sauce since like 2013. Okay. The next film is entitled St. Nick's Pick. And the the description is as follows. Santa is exhausted from years of delivering presents, so it's up to him and a few of his holiday friends to pick the next Kris Kringle. The only problem is the votes are stolen from the workshop, and now they must uncover the thief or lose Christmas forever. Shahir. Hmm. For some reason, when you said St. Nick's Pick, I thought this might be a sequel to Basic Instinct. (laughs) <laughs> where it's Sharon Stone Jesus with Christ. the ice pick coming back, except it's a Christmas movie. Um, uh, I'm going to say, from my understanding of what a Hallmark movie is, this is hogwash. Okay. All right. Blake? Yeah, it's not ringing any bells for me. So I'm going <laughs> to... Both yeah, fake. It sounds needlessly aggressive. You're also, right. It is, yeah. it is fake. It is yeah. fake. I made that up. I made that movie up. It's good, though. Okay. Next. <clears throat> <laughs> I love this title so much. It's Christmas, comma Carol. <laughs> like it's, it's you're telling Carol it's Christmas. I, the description, I, I, I got it. <laughs> the description is as follows: It's Christmas Eve in Chicago, and heartless tyrant publishing exec Carol is haunted by her dead ex boss, who is the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. Shahir, Hallmark or hogwash? Oh God. Again, the thing that's tripping me up here, or the thing that I think is innate to the uh, Hallmark formula, is nothing that is supernatural. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I, I could be wrong about that, but I feel like that's also probably a budgetary line in these movies where it's like, <laughs> it's like listen, anything that requires a visual effect, we're not sure. doing. Not doing uh, ghosts outside of fades. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to call hogwash on this one. Okay, Blake. Okay, a couple of notes. Number one, they do do Supernatural every once in a okay. while. 
Okay. Uh, the most famous is A Shoe Addict's Christmas, which stars okay. Jesus Christ as the ghost of Shoe Christmas or whatever. Gene Smart before her career <laughs> wow, took off before, recently. Before, uh, the, before the her Gene revival. Smart renaissance. Exactly. Uh, so they do do it sometimes, but not very often. Uh, other than that, I'm going to say this one's fake because there is a Hallmark movie called It's Christmas, Eve. And it stars Leanne Rimes as a woman named Eve. Wow. And she has to write a bunch of music to save the day. And it's the very first Hallmark movie that I ever watched. And it has my favorite line of all time, which is her turning down the job she gets offered at the end. And she said, she tells her boyfriend, I said no to San Diego. And the reason she said no to San Diego is because it doesn't snow there and it's not magical enough at Christmas time. Uh, what? I mean, that's the only reason. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So you I just, both I don't say think they would have two of the same style, but they you might. You both say too. it's fake, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This All right. I'm, mark, I'm marking that down. It is real. Oh. Not only not only is this 2012 film real. 2012. It's, okay. It it stars Carrie Fisher. What? Oh wow. <laughs> All right. I'm making a note on that one. Yep. There we go. All right. Next up. You'll be home for Christmas. And of course, Yule is spelled Y-U-L-E. Okay. <laughs> Sasha never made it home for the holidays. That is until this year's Kentucky Yule Log competition is in peril from a greedy logging baron <laughs> that wants to throw Christmas into the wood chipper. Shahir, Hallmark or Hogwash? This sounds real to me. Okay. You're going with real? I'm going Blake? with real on this one. Again, sounds very aggressive. Um, I'm going to say hogwash because also the Yule log is a little more ethnic than Hallmark likes to get. <laughs> it is fake. Yeah. It ah, is fake. So, okay. The score as it stands now is Blake has two or three correct. Shahir has two correct. Oh, no. Moving on. <laughs> I, I, so just so you know, there's, gone. <laughs> there's five more of these and I oh love every God. one of them. Oh, do a hundred. The next one is Santa Switch. Dan, a workaholic dad, realizes he's losing his job, his wife, and his kids. But he still gets a second chance to turn his life around when Santa Claus himself shows up, deciding to turn over his duties to Dan to take a much-needed vacation. Shahir. Is this this is like the the least aggressive version of the Santa Claus, right? <laughs> Santa Switch is the name of this film. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um not Hallmark, whatever that is. Yeah. Um Ooh, I've I've been thrown now because I my my guiding principle was that nothing uh, overtly Christmas or supernatural. Just look for the North Star or whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna say because the 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 jo- the 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 man who works too hard thing is is prevalent, mm-hmm. that this is real. Okay, okay, Blake. Uh, also real. I know that there is a movie called Santa Switch, but I do not know what it's about. But that sounds like a perfectly reasonable. It is real. You are both correct, and and it stars Sean Astin. <laughs> hey, good for him. D- Sean Astin as Dan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. That was 2013, by the way. Okay. Um, the next one is entitled. Ice Wine Christmas. <laughs> a sommelier it. goes home to Evergreen for the annual Ice Wine Festival, only to find that a man in a suit is planning to commercialize Christmas <laughs> ice wine after taking over from her ice wine mentor. Woo. Shahir, how do you feel about ice wine? You know, what, you know what's giving me vibes that this is fake here is the words man in a suit. 
<laughs> I'm going to say this is fake. Okay. Blake? I could be uh, wrong. Fake for a couple of reasons. Um, Hallmark has a very touchy relationship with alcohol. Sure. Which is uh, people drink wine a lot, but they never say it out loud. Mm. It just, uh, there are really? glasses that are red, but they don't ever acknowledge that it's wine. But Hallmark mm. sells wine. There's a Hallmark wine club you can join. That's it's not, weird. It's That's some shame. Good. Yeah. So, so for that reason, I think not legit and there was something else you said that was also a tip that i don't well remember. i hate to break it to you both it is, is it correct it is a lifetime wine. film oh uh, lifetime uh, that's <laughs> i did say some of these could lifetime. be lifetime right. that is a real film from this year from 2021 oh man okay wow yeah, they all right no good over there <laughs> next up oh th- this is a legacy one gentlemen the princess switch four <laughs> okay <laughs> queen margaret princess stacy cousin fiona and and cousin fiona team up again this christmas this time with the help of their long lost aunt beatrix to ensure the rudolph's nose ruby makes it safely to its exhibition at the winter of magic parade shahir <laughs> hallmark or hogwash I don't know enough about the Princess Switch Magical Universe to be honest with you. So I, I don't know how far this train, how you mean deep the this PCU? train runs. The PSU, <laughs> the PSU. Um, I'm gonna say this one's hogwash. Okay, Blake. I I don't know if it's hogwash or not. It has not been released yet, but there will definitely <laughs> be a Princess Switch for. So are you going to base your answer on whether or not this is the correct synopsis of Princess Switch 4 if, in fact, it is not released yet? Oh, sheesh. Um, Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what the rules are. Because I will say, for the sake of these rules, Uh and Shahir, you can change this if you want, but you do not have to. This is, by by determining if the film is real or not, this is like what I could have gleaned even if this hasn't been released yet. Wait, so it could be a made-up movie that... No, no, it you're, could, you're saying let, that the movie hasn't... The, the facts the could all be real. There's a possibility if, if, for instance, this movie is not released yet, mm-hmm. that I might have found official descriptions of what the movie would be. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So does that change your answer at all? You no, said I'm it gonna was stick with it. I'm going to stick okay. with my gut okay. here. I'm going to go with my gut. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say it's real then, that it is not yet released, and I know this because before I walked over here tonight, I watched Princess Switch 2. <laughs> with my wife and those were all the correct character names well I gotta say uh, Shahir is correct Blake is wrong <laughs> they, they've just released the Princess Switch 3 this year yes. and I made all that up based on the character names of Princess <laughs> Switch 3 except for Aunt Beatrix because Vanessa Hutchins plays all the characters yes and they just keep adding um, more Vanessa Hutchins yeah. Anyway, good, good, good. So let's see. One, two. So there are no notes yet. Three, on four. On four. One, two, three. Guys, you're tied again. And oh, there's only sure. there's only two more. Oh my god. Okay. Right. Here we go. Here we go. <sighs> Next title is Battle of the Bulbs. <laughs> Bob makes sure to go all out every year on Christmas decorations so that he can have the brightest and most festive house in the neighborhood until he notices his new neighbor has put up an even brighter, more lavish display. Shahir. Hallmark Ooh. or hogwash? Does this sounds like a subplot from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Hmm. Um, I feel like this is real. Okay. I feel like this could be real. Okay. Blake? It certainly doesn't sound like Hallmark, but it does certainly sound real. Uh, hmm. Although I'm going to say hogwash just to help split with Shahir. 
Wow. Okay. It is in fact real. <laughs> Shahir takes the lead. It's 2010. Right. Right. And I believe it is a Hallmark film. Is I could it? be okay. wrong. I didn't have it written down. I, I the, the thing that I'm doubting there is that that sounds outwardly comedic, whereas <laughs> I don't think the film's are intended to be straight-up comedies, right? Like, Hallmark movies don't ever no. feel like straight-up comedies. Heavy on the romance, they're, less on the comedy. Okay. Yeah, they're light so, and fluffy, but not, mm-hmm. like, straight comedies. Shahir, okay, guys, this is the last one. You've both right, done great. catch up. Yeah. Uh, so now, it's Shahir have 5. You got, have you got enough for a tiebreaker? Blake yeah, Floor. No, there is no tiebreaker. <laughs> you could walk away in the spirit of Christmas. We all win. We Everybody all win. wins and no yeah. one loses anything. Here we go. The last film on Hallmark or Hogwash is Back Off. It's Christmas. <laughs> Chet comes home to Indiana to find that the boy who used to bully him is now mayor and engaged to his high school sweetheart, Laura. Will Chet forgive his long-lost enemy in the spirit of the holidays or will his inner Scrooge take revenge? <laughs> Shahir, Hallmark or Hogwash. What was the title again? It is, it is I'll say it, Back <laughs> Off, comma, it's Christmas! Exclamation point. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I believe this is hogwash because it does sound a little aggressive. <laughs> Just to, to, to be fair. Yeah, we've said this before. We, you've all said this, and that has not been an outlier nope. of, of the I, I, okay. I, I feel like this is not uh, not real. I could be, I, like, there is no barometer for my accuracy here. Sure, sure. <laughs> we have to remember, over on Lifetime, they got the bloodlust. So they do have bloodlust yeah. on Lifetime. Our <laughs> oxygen wants literally you all to die. Yeah, they'll take everybody down. Yep. Um, I'm going to say hogwash on this, too. Although, that's okay. not a smart move, because... I can't no, it is a smart move. It was fake. It okay. was my favorite one to write. Um, <laughs> and, and that brings us with one, two, three, four, Congrats five, six here. to f- six, two, one, two, three, four, five, I think, or four. Oh, yeah, wow. Six, right? no, yeah. Yeah. Does that make wow. me a Hallmark hero? You are the Hallmark hero. Uh, <laughs> and, and Blake, you are now uh, cast down into the, the, the hogwash morass. <laughs> Finally. Cheers, uh, turn. <laughs> I gotta say, everybody, and if you're still listening, uh, and why would you be? That really, was my favorite. That was my favorite 30 minutes today that I spent uh, yeah, was prepping good. that game. I had so much fun writing fake ones and finding real ones, and it made me very, very happy. So thank you both for playing, <laughs> and thank you for everyone listening. <laughs> oh boy! So uh, what have we learned, guys? <laughs> what have we learned about hmm. the true spirit of Christmas? Well, uh, I'll tell you what I've learned. That. Someday, I hope that I'll be whisked away from the big city to get a job at uh, an ice pop stand that pays seven figures, and somehow I get reunited with my long lost love that like is also still Jamie. And somehow, and <laughs> good, then good say, we all say. decide to have hot chocolate and and uh, fake movie mom who's in the thing for maybe three minutes can be proud of me at the end i think that's what i'd like what about you two what have you learned blake what if uh, i feel like you've you've had the longest journey so far uh, and you should take the most time i just live in it i don't need there's no there's no learning i just settle in on october 22nd and it's all hot chocolate and ice skating (laughs) blake do you ever feel like you could write one of these movies or if you could do kind of uh um, a Pleasantville or Schmigadoon kind of uh, <laughs> inversion of the formula where oh. we peel back the curtain uh, to the makings of a Hallmark movie. 
I, I my own life is the inverted version of the Hallmark movie, which I think is part of like I I go back to Indiana at Christmas time and hate every second of being in Indiana and cannot but wait the, to get back to the big city. But and, that's how life should be. It's it's old fashioned and it's slower and there's more bulbs and a lot yeah. more Trump hats. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, not it's exactly what I'm now. looking for in life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sheer, what have you learned? What have I learned? What have I learned? Uh, I have learned that... uh, What have I learned here? What have I learned? I've learned that Clab Crackers are buttery. Uh, Macy's, (laughs) get what you need. T-Mobile is going to pay you for a new iPhone. Uh, Bailey's hot chocolate looks really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Withertick gives gift cards, and their cup coffee looks really good. They even have a pit feeding system. Wow. Um, uh, You know, uh, get what you need from Amazon. Um, uh, Is Ace the place? uh, Ace (laughs) is pretty good. Handbell Hammersteins are great. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you write down every commercial that I you did, saw? I actually did write down every commercial. Yeah. Overstock uh, is a pretty bad commercial this year because they go leaning into the influencer thing. You can join AARP and get a second membership free, by the way. Oh, uh, shit. We should look into that. Yeah, I know. We should really look into that. Um, and Ben. Ben is the hero of the show, which is that the, the nondescript uh, Jewish person always wins out. Happy Hanukkah, Ben. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, side note on that, I watched one of the Hanukkah Hallmark movies this year. Yeah. And just out of curiosity, and it is just a Christmas movie, and they just swap the word Christmas for Hanukkah. Oh, yeah. It's, there's no, <laughs> yeah. no Do they interest. do it with, like, an overdub? Like, as in they, like... <laughs> yeah, basically. None of the people look in any way like you would assume that they are Jewish, and there are not right. any Jewish names in the credits. So I don't... <laughs> it's a very weird phenomenon. Blake, I would like, before we announce the end of this podcast, mm-hmm. you said you had a wonderful review oh, yes. of this film that I would really like you to read. If you could read it in the style of like, you know, like you're reading, a, like you're putting a child to sleep on, on Christmas Eve night. And like, just bear in like, mind that I am that child. Yeah, so you're <laughs> you're tucking Shahir into bed. Let me set the scene. I'm a director that used to be a set designer. And Shahir's um, real size, by the way, which is that I am six foot four. Oh yeah, he's a, he's a large man. He's not child me to the bed. Yes. Yeah. So so read it like you're trying to put Shahir to sleep, just getting ready for Santa to show up the next morning. So I'd like you to know. Yes. So I was trolling the Facebook group, and the <laughs> night that this movie premiered, and a woman named Paige put up a review of it that received. At the time, I pulled it down 325 likes. I love it. And had 127 comments. So people were very much on board with this. Okay. Here's what Paige wrote. Mm -hmm. Dickens of a Holiday. Please watch. You won't be disappointed. It has a little different plot than many of the movies. Oh my gosh. I love Christopher and Brooke. And together they are the best. So well done. But now, this is where she really gets into it. I have cried (laughs) during many Hallmark movies. However, it's the first that I've cried at a performance of one of the actors. What a superb job by Christopher His rehearsal scene of begging the spirit to save Tiny Tim, I wept. He should win an Oscar. I loved the entire movie so good. Lots of O's. Merry Christmas, everyone. I'm enjoying all our movies, but this one is definitely in the top. Beautiful. S tier, baby. Well, That's thank Paige. you, Paige. Yeah. Thank you, Paige. Write us in, onlymoviepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, say hi. Or if you're not Paige, you can write us in and let us know if, in fact, this has been the only podcast about the film <laughs> A Dickens of a Holiday or The Christmas Stand-In. Uh, Blake, 
Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming back and and Always and, and, and doing whatever this is and playing my <laughs> dumb game. Uh, where can folks find you once you're full of a uh, holiday goose? If you guys would like to sample a whole bunch of fake Hallmark movie titles, just check out my Instagram stories at Blake Rules with a whole bunch of Z's. And uh, that's mainly been my project this year. So, <laughs> Blake, Blake, you are working on a number of feature films as well, right? What are some of the films? That, oh yeah, uh, I guess I'm doing that too. That you worked on. Uh, well, last time we talked, we were finishing up Voyagers, yep, which, is which is out now, available on HBO Max now. Yep. Uh, and then I worked on a movie after that during lockdown called Hello Goodbye and Everything in Between, which will be on Netflix <laughs> next year. That's a teen romance. Nice. nice. Has a couple of Hallmark actors in it because they shot Love anime. <laughs> Uh, that was weird for you me. You are probably the only person who'd be like, hey, I saw you in, I, yeah, in Blow Out Bulbs. I saw was, you in Back Off, it's Christmas. It was deeply uncomfortable for me to cut those scenes. Uh, I cut a couple episodes of an Amazon Western called Outer Range. That'll be coming out next oh, year nice. sometime. And now I'm working on a book adaptation called The Marsh King's Daughter. With yeah. oh, I was hoping it was the, Star the Dunes of Eastwick. <laughs> yes, I, I, soon I, enough I, I will be I directing you, uh, The Dunes of Eastwick. Uh, I recall you uh, passing on some uh, some info about it. It looks it looks really interesting. It has it has some very familiar faces without revealing too much. Uh, yes, that sounds yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. leave it there. <laughs> nice. Well, Shahir, when you are not just and no pun intended when I use this word slaying it at Hallmark <laughs> or Hogwash, where can folks find you? You can find me as the first honorary recipient of the Hallmark Heroes Award at my website, www.shahirdaud.com that's S-H-A-H-I-R-D-A-U-D.com um, Matt, when you are walking into the offices of the Hallmark uh, production company and pitching in, them in Kansas a City, thousand- Missouri by the way. What, it's oh, in Kansas Missouri. City, Missouri. Thank yes, you. I'll book my flight right after. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pitching, uh, what is it, the Princess Switch uh, Part 5? <laughs> Princess Switch 4. I think that, my plot could really hold up. I think, I think it could. It's yeah. solid. Uh, yeah. Where could people find you? You can find me just just having a holly jolly time over at my website, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-K-R-O-L.com for my life and works. Also, Skeletor, the number four, P-R-E-Z on Instagram or P-S-N. That's right, at me. We can play some games. Or Emperor MSK on Twitter. Uh, don't at me. I don't check it. No, I do sometimes. And um, also, please check out the good works we're doing over at Extra Credits. By the time this comes out, hopefully our Christmas Carol episode will be out. Uh, or No, actually, it won't be. It'll be out the following Wednesday. Uh, we just did one on cozy games uh, with about game design and what makes a game cozy or not. There's actually a new genre or is there question mark. That's the whole episode. <laughs> it's actually kind of interesting. Like the idea of genre in games is far different from film yeah. uh, because you're not only dealing with style, but you're dealing with mechanic and it gets really weird. It's an interesting conversation. And we've also just started our Japanese militarism um series which has been excellent and uh i i it's it's disturbing how much you can put pre-world war ii japan and look at what was happening then and how things were treated and look at current day united states and how things are treated and it's fucking frightening so if you want that halloween spirit check out that series and oh god and vote um, anyway, this has been the only podcast about movies. I'm so happy we got to do this, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Next week, we'll be back uh, with something else. This, we this, uh, if, if, I, if my timing is correct, this is our Christmas episode, isn't it? This, this actually, is our Christmas episode, of course. Um, so happy holidays yes. to everyone. Merry Christmas happy to everybody holidays. who celebrates. Yes. Uh, yeah, thanks for, thanks for joining along the ride. Yeah. So speak, All right. right. I had, I had Thank no you once again. with that. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas. 
happy Hollandaz. You'll have a great time. Uh, oh, I really do switch want some holidays those right Santas one night in December, and don't forget that you could have a bad gingerbread romance. Uh, I had to get a Lady Gaga thing in there. I don't know. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye. Later. Bye.